Traveling over hills, winding round the trail, comes the signal of that old radio. Searching with the dial, fingers trekking for miles, they'll settle in the valley that they know. From Opal City, this is Opal City Radio. Hey guys, it's 6.57 p.m., 5-1-2016. It is Opal City Radio. My name is Mike, and with me is Emily. Hey, guys. Um, Emily, I would like to transport you to a magical criminal world. Oh, that's my favorite. What would you say uh-huh. if Victorian England hosted live flying gargoyles that ate rats? Uh-huh. And we're going to introduce you... To a guy who's like Sherlock Holmes, but he's like ten times the dickhead that Sherlock Holmes is. Uh, I would say this is 100% up my at like the most Emily of honeypots that you just like <laughs> set out. So The best trap, yeah, the, I mean, the strongest bait. It's just immediately sprung. <laughs> so we are continuing our criminal theme. We are going to talk about cross-gen's ruse. Yeah, because I am... <laughs> determined for us to be the only podcast that talks about crossed-in comics. Ruse. It's such a such a good title. Ruse. 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 Yeah, Ruse for, was... For my Ruse. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what I'm going to... I have no input. That's the rest of the okay, podcast. Okay, well, good show, guys. Good show. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're we're off the air now. Uh... <laughs> no, this, this comic was my jam. Back in the day. Yeah, I mean, it really does seem like it is 110% up your that alley. It is like Emily alley. a thousand percent like relevant <laughs> to every single one of my interests. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I was excited when we when we decided to do crime. I was like, oh, 100% we're going to read Ruse. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, that's uh, everyone can I'm deal with it. Cool. I'm glad that you decided that, though, because I like this comic quite a lot. Yeah, see, it's a good comic. Yeah, it was. Um, so, I mean, let's talk about our main characters, because they're the they're the ones that, that kind of drive the plot yes, forward. Yes, okay, so Ruse, uh, which is a Ruse. Ruse, Ruse, a rarity in American comics, in that it is a Victorian detective story. Yes, it absolutely and is. And you don't really get those unless somebody's doing a straight Sherlock Holmes story adaptation. Yeah. Um. So this takes place on a world, I believe, called Arcadia, yeah. which vaguely resembles Victorian England. It it do. It do um, that. There's some slight there differences. There are some, which like, the biggest one being that they have gargoyles. Yeah, and they eat rats, apparently. Yeah, they just throw nuisances in the city. Um, <laughs> they and they're kind of I don't like them they're kind of gross. Well, they're gargoyles. Yeah. I mean, so the city is uh Partington and yes. it is home to the world's finest detective. Indeed, Partington's favorite son, his, Simon Archer. His mind is razor sharp. His I love that by the way. The in the intro, they have pictures of some of the characters that yes, matter in the story. It's the uh, Penny Arcadian. Yeah, and it's yes, pretty much it, it recaps. Uh, it's the recap page, but yeah. it's set up like, 
like a newspaper. Yes. So it is Simon Archard, you know, the city's favorite son. His mind is razor sharp. You have his mm-hmm. partner. Emma Bishop. Her spirit craves adventures. Yes. And then, like, there'll be, you know, whoever is also pertinent to whatever story. And then at the bottom for, like, all their legal, it's, you know, as it pleases the the barristers of the land, you know, it's their, yeah. their copy. And I'm like, oh, that's that's pretty clever, guys. It's pretty clever. Yes. I mean, they did a good job, and being clever is a big part of what makes this comic work. True. Well, it has – okay, the writers on this. Yeah. I mean, you had Mark Wade, who wrote mm-hmm. the first year. Uh, Mr. Wade, who gave us Kingdom Come, uh, Superman Birthright, Daredevil. Ah. He writes the brand new Black Widow series, which is really good. Oh. Um and then you had Scott Beatty, who did a bunch of DC stuff. Uh, and he did, like, their ultimate encyclopedia stuff. So really good writers yeah. working on this. Yeah, Kingdom Come was friggin' amazing. Yeah, Kingdom Come's real good. Yeah, it was super, super duper good. Um, and then for art, you have, uh, oh god, I'm gonna butcher this man's last name. Butch Goose, Goosey? G-U-I-C-E. I'm not sure. Goose, maybe? Butch, you did real good, sir. Yeah. Hey, Butch. Good job, buddy. Yeah, I mean, you do really pretty pictures. Um, yes. I know you listen to this podcast, Butch. Yeah. Uh, if you if you send us a, a, a video message with you pronouncing the name, we will pronounce it correctly yeah. in, in a further podcast. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Um, so, yes, those are our main characters. are Simon and Emma. They are uh, consulting detectives. <laughs> that they are. In this, the city of, of Partington. And, yes, Simon is... For anyone who um, who is familiar with Sherlock Holmes, any mm-hmm. of the, the myriad adaptations, yes, he, he is even a bigger dick than Sherlock Holmes. See, Emily told this to me, and I said, that is impossible. Sherlock Holmes is a raging asshole. He is. He is. But Simon Archard takes that dial... He he! You put paints a little eleven yep. in whiteout, and then he turns the dial up there. Yeah, it's just. But this one goes to eleven. Yes, okay. it's. Yeah, he's a super dickhead. But he's. I don't know. I still love him though. I mean, you can kind of get what motivates him. Yeah, yeah. You know, and his motivations are pretty clear, and he just he does he gonna do what he want to do. It's true. I mean, and, and you do get flashes of humanity. Yeah, you do. Um. With him sprinkled through. So it's not, you know, always just this cold, heartless, you know, detective who's only concerned about the case. Yeah. But that is a lot of it. Yeah, it's, it's definitely true. 100% true. And poor Emma, who is mm-hmm. his forever suffering partner. Yes, though he insists at calling her his uh, assistant. Yeah, his assistant. <laughs> and then in the paper, they never get her name right. Yeah, it's 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 unfortunately very you true. know. So she has to keep introducing herself as his partner, and they're like, "Oh, his assistant," and she gets very yes. angry about it. <laughs> poor Emma. Oh, poor, poor Emma. So, so what's this dang comic about? What is Ruse, Ruse. about? Well, it's it's about detectives. Yes, and they detecting they solve uh, a myriad of cases and crimes. Um. Indeed, indeed they do. But we have our two, I would say, our two overarching uh, plots, mm-hmm. which involve the mysterious Baroness uh, Miranda Cross, 
Yes. And uh, Simon's former partner, presumed dead, but it turns out he's not, uh, Malcolm yeah. Lightborn. I love his name. It's so good. It's, it's pretty good. Um, yeah. So we first meet Miranda Cross. Now she's this foreign baroness who's come to Partington. Reasons unknown. Yeah. Uh, making a social splash. Her and Emma hate each other immediately. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, and, you know, she's got designs set on Simon. Mm-hmm. For reasons unknown. And for now. Yeah, for now. Um, now, at this point, I think it's important to note. Okay, so we talked about cross-gen comics before. Because when we did. Yeah, our... let's bring bring everybody back up to so, speed to what cross-gen's for, all about. For our, you know, fantasy meltdown, I made my great Sojourn and Mystic. Yeah, I read both of um, those. A hallmark of the whole cross-gen thing is you have two character types that show up in just about every single comic. Yeah. Uh, you have what is known as a sigil bearer, and they have mm-hmm. a mark that looks like a red or an orange and yellow yin-yang symbol. Yeah, it, it's a little it's a little extreme yin-yang, yin-yang, though. It's not like... Yeah, I mean, but that's yeah. basically what it looks like. Yeah. And then you have a uh, usually very mysterious, very powerful um, guide. Somebody who yeah. acts as a guide in... In uh, Sojourn, our sigil bearer was the main bad guy, and our guide mm-hmm. actually helped the heroes. Um, yes. In Mystic, our sigil bearer was our main character, and mm-hmm. it was her like little animal companion. Yeah, that was her. her that guide. was her guide. Gross animal companion. <laughs> now this terrible mustache. Oh, but he was so cute, little talking, no, no. talking rabbit, cat, mm. rat thing. I don't know. Now in Ruse. It's interesting. This doesn't really play out at all. We yeah. don't have a sigil bearer. Or we don't think no. we might, but we don't really right. know. Right. Emma, however, is a sigil bearer's guide. Right. She has the ability to stop time. And when yes. she does, you know, her eyes glow orange, and that is 100% a, oh shit, this is who this is. This is a sigil bearer guide. Yeah. And she's been keeping this power from Simon. Um, like I was saying, um, she also has this very mysterious assignment. We're not sure what it is. We never yeah. really find out what it is <laughs> because, mm-hmm. again, Crossgen went bankrupt. Yes. Which forced an end to a bunch of their comics. So you have that. Um, now, with Miranda Cross, when she comes in, we find out she also has mysterious powers. She does have mysterious she, powers. It's she true. is immune to Emma's time stop. Yeah. And which is. Which only makes her hate yeah, her more. Yeah, which is more <laughs> like, oh, what is this? I'll, you know, I'll take your powers from you. And Emma's like, oh, hell no. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we know, you know, Miranda, what we find out is that she's pretty much stranded here in yeah. Partington on Arcadia. And she's just trying to get back home um and you know she's scheming and you know using dudes as dupes it's true she even like forms a little society that's dedicated to her uh returning home basically she does Mm -hmm. um you know and of course plans are instantly thwarted because simon's too smart for that it's true he is too smart for he's too smart for everything it's that is true (laughs) 
Um, so she she kind of pops in and out. You know, I mean, they they you know that's her in the beginning. She goes a while without, or we go a while without really seeing her. Yeah, I mean, after the big the big foiling of her plan, she disappears for like a but for a long, long time. You know, her mansion burns to the ground, and it's like, well, yeah. guess she's dead. I don't know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Clearly she's dead. That happens all the time when a mansion burns true. down. And then later, uh, after Simon and Emma are on a dirigible. Yes. And it crashes onto a mysterious island. And there's like even bigger like dragon gargoyles. Yeah. And she's, and she's like. there. <laughs> yeah. She's totally there just hanging yeah. out. And she's like turning these like creatures into these giant yeah, dragon she's turning things dudes into these gargoyles yeah. and she's being worshipped by the natives as you know this horrible goddess figure and yeah. of course she like captures emma and she's like yeah i totally gonna sacrifice you now it's <laughs> it's gonna be great trust yeah. me but then of course you're their queen and we're gonna sacrifice you dubs i mean but yes. of course simon comes crashing in and he rescues her Yes, although you're introduced to another one of my favorite side characters. Um, oh, God, the Explorer. What is Theopilius Dare. Yes, yes, Dare. He's the oh my best. God. So this, okay, real quick. This dude, yeah, he's an explorer, like, archaeologist type dude. Except he knows nothing about Yeah, he knows nothing about anything. He just basically uses bombs to blow up old buildings. And he's like, well, treasure. You know, like. But what happens is that he's on this island too. And yep. Emma has been keeping a journal with like all of right. her and Simon's. Like she's remembering all of their old cases. You know, she's writing down. Mm-hmm. She loses it in the whole Miranda <laughs> snafu. Right. And Dare is the one that finds it. He pockets mm-hmm. it. And we find out later that he has taken it and he has used it to publish a series of novels. Yes, and they're the best. How, like, Simon is an idiot. Emma's always swooning over Dare. Dare's, like, the cleverest, strongest dude. Yeah, it's Dare's detectives. Yeah, he wears the shirt. He wears the hunting cap that Sherlock Holmes is always pictured in there. Yep, like the clothes. Oh, it's amazing. Pipe and everything. And, yes, Simon's, like, this... Stuttering like Dr. Watson type. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. She's so mad. Yeah. (laughs) She she literally sees the last page and she's like, that doe-eyed harlot. (laughs) So angry. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. Just the whole thing. Because they they introduce it as an actual comic. Like, so you get to the, to read through the beginning of it. And he's like, oh, how will Detective Dare ever notice me now? Just, <laughs> just imagining her crumpling the book in a fury. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. So, okay, so that's kind of Miranda's deal. Now, we're yeah. introduced also to uh, Malcolm Lightburn, who yes. is essentially Simon's Moriarty. He is. I liked Lightborn yeah, a lot. Yeah, he was a really, really good villain. Uh, his yeah. thing was that he was Simon's mentor. Yeah. Because um, this is very Holmesy. And he found Simon when Simon was like a little, little blabby detective. Yes, whose roommates kept he, leaving because Simon was such an intolerable, like an intolerable yeah, bastard. You know, with all of his <laughs> experiments and things. So he's yes. in school, and it's when Malcolm finds him, and he's like, hey, 
you know, I've heard about you, dude. You've done some pretty good detecting. You solved my brother's murder. How would you like to be like a big boy detective? <laughs> and Simon's like, would I ever, mister? Yeah, yeah, sure, mister. So, you know, they team up and Malcolm, you know, teaches him like everything that he knows and they solve all these great mysteries. They do. They solve so and many it's mysteries. Great, and they're making a name for themselves. And then they run afoul of uh the enigmatic prism. Yes, the enigmatic prism. Which plays a role throughout the pretty much the entire book. It does. You always feel its influence yes. as to like, what is it? Why does everyone want it? Why does everyone kill yes, to have it's it? It's this beautiful gemstone, but it brings out like the most evil parts of people. It does. It does. People will do anything yes, to possess it. So they're on the case to retrieve it because it was stolen from uh, their weird, like, not Catholic church. Yes. Um, you know, and they're on the case, and but it turns out, oh no, Malcolm's been like warped by the this prism. Yeah, he wants it. Yeah, too. he wants it so bad. So they track it down to this museum, and there's this archaeologist, and Malcolm Street kills a dude. Yeah, he does. He's and then some. Simon's like, "What the shit?" And he's gonna kill Simon too. And no. there's more buildings on fire, and Simon escapes, <laughs> and he thought that Malcolm had died in the blaze as well. Indeed. But spoiler, he totally didn't. One of my favorite parts, actually, about mm -hmm. that uh, particular uh, case when they were looking at it, they're facing down this archaeologist, and he's just like, listen, you're going to give us the mm -hmm. stone. We're, I'm just going to take the stone from you. And, you know, he's like, I've faced naked savages to you. Like, to compare to them, you're nothing. And he keeps grabbing these weapons, <laughs> which are in display cases. And they're like, the claws of Suman yes. Dark. And then he grabs, like, the diamond dagger. Of like, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, it's so That's... good. It's just like this archaeologist fighting them, fighting them with, like, museum art. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, so good. So, yeah, so they find... Um, Malcolm again and this is yeah. of course someone that Simon doesn't talk about at all like Emma knows nothing about this dude she's like I you know she's yeah. like, I know he was your partner I know he he's supposed to be dead yeah you guys had kind of a falling out at some point whatever like, you know, whatever, you know. whatever and he pops up again uh, under the guise of Corradino the Magnificent Yes, I loved his, uh, when he would speak as Corradino the Magnificent, he would use these, like, overblown different oh, fonts. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, which was yeah, really he's, fun. he's uh, the stage magician, and... He's a prestidigitator. Yes, and Simon and Emma are invited to the show, and of course Simon is like, this is dumb. Like, this is fake. <laughs> There's the trapdoor. Why doesn't anyone else see this? Magic isn't even real. Yeah. And Emma's like, oh my god, would you just shut up and let me watch the stage show, please? Yeah, she's just like, I'm just here to be entertained, Simon. Something you would know yeah, nothing could you, about. Could you just not? For five minutes. <laughs> but of course, that, that doesn't stop. So, you know, he does the whole Houdini thing where he goes in a water tank and he's in the straight jacket with the chains. But when they reveal the tank, oh no, there's a dead dude inside. Yes. And it's like, oh no, where did the guy go? And they, you know, it's another case for Archer and Bishop. Indeed. And that's where we figure out that he's actually Malcolm Lightburn. He's a lord. 
Simon into this, and of course Simon being Simon fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, I mean, if only just to, you know, put himself in the position to confront uh, Lightborn Yeah, because the whole thing, you know, they're trying to figure out, you know, before they know who it is. They're like, okay, so, you know, how did he do this? And like, okay, well, here's like the trap door. Oh, this guy was a detective, I know, because of like his pinky ring. Um, And then Simon's like, yo, Emma, like, (laughs) tie up this straight jacket, I'm going to do this magic trick. I need to do this to understand the yeah, case. Yeah, she's like, Simon, are you fucking crazy? You know, don't fight with me, woman. Do it. She's like, all right, but if you're going to drown, I'm going to open up that box. And yeah. so, you know, while he's in it, that's when Malcolm appears as the stage manager. But yeah, who he's murdered and then oh, he attacks her with yeah, an he axe. He gives himself away by claiming to be on stage right, but they're really on stage left. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so she's fighting him off and. Uh, yeah, with the axe, then she has to break Simon out, and of course he gets real mad. Right, because he was so close to understanding how the man had drowned in the Yeah, tank. and she's like, you know, you're welcome. Yeah. yeah, and he's just like, no, you've ruined my experiment. you ruined everything, and she's like, what? You've ruined <laughs> why do I? Why do I keep saving your life, Simon? No. I, I don't know. So Malcolm has this whole, like, elaborate... Super, Super elaborate. elaborate. Really. I mean, it, it reminded me of like Adventure Brothers Monarch, a game of cat and also cat. Yes, yes, it's true. I mean, he rigs up this like weird like dam thing to drain all the water out from underneath the mm-hmm. city, which is going to open up these giant sinkholes and yeah. stuff. And it has all these like complicated gears and shoots yeah, and things. It's, it's mad complicated. I'm like, bro, there's yeah. got to be an easier way to trap. Simon he's just like, no, my trap. <laughs> no, my, my overly elaborate plot. Because one of the things that I liked about it is that he brings up, he's like, you know, Lightborn was the one who would set the traps <laughs> and Archer was the one who would find ways to escape yep. them. And, you know, so they're like, they're perfectly matched. Ooh, so, you know, they have the whole big villain uh, hero showdown. And it yeah. was like, could we please not... I don't want to drown. Also, we have a city. I don't think everyone wants to die. Why are we listening to this man ramble on? Yeah. Well, he does, with his ramblings, he does reveal, like, the story of Lightborn and Archer. And it does go a long way to explain, like I said, like, why Simon is the way he is. (laughs) I mean, that that deep uh, level of betrayal... I think it's yes. pretty much what did it. Yeah, exactly. I, That's why he's not going to call Emma his partner. It's not really because he just wants to be a dick to her. It's, you know, more of like an emotional yeah. thing. You know, like he lost his partner and, you know, he's not going to have another one. Damn it. They're all assistants. Now. <laughs> Nothing but assistance. Yes. It's assistance all the way down. <laughs> so, you know, they, you know, uh, he's finally defeated oh no you know maybe maybe he's dead this time probably mm-hmm. not and oh no where is the enigmatic prism indeed where we is don't it no but we need to have it um a spoiler he's not he's not dead he shows up again yeah he does show up once yeah. more um but yeah in between like all these like grand uh overarching uh stories we do get like just little 
uh, like one-off detective cases. Yeah, those are those are my. I favorites. like those a lot. Um, um, this is where yeah. we meet all of Archer's agents. Oh, he has so many across the city. His street Arabs, yeah, so to speak. Yeah, so we have like uh, Adeline, who's a mm-hmm. young girl who's psychic. Yes, and she she talks like yeah, she has a lift. Yeah, she has a lift, and yeah, she communes with like spirits. That's actually, let's bring that up for a second, because what's cool about um, the setting is that there are occult things, but they're not really that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah. You know, not like how in Sigil, how everything is magical, and it's like, oh, magic taxi drivers. You know, like, I mean, they have, like, an occultist society that, that, you know, like, spiritualist, there's, like certain types of men who can disappear at nightfall, but they appear oh, again yeah, during the day. Those dudes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and of course there's the gargoyles. Yeah. But um but yeah, I thought yeah, that was that's neat. just this like interesting little little undertone. Yeah, it's a nice like little spice. Yeah, so like what's that paprika? Delicious. You have her delicious you have uh Cecil, who's like the hard knock mm-hmm. kid. Yes. <laughs> this, so bothered by monkeys. Oh, all, all, so many monkeys. Um, one of my <laughs> personal favorites, Ophelia mm-hmm. Pressmonk. Yes, <laughs> she is. Uh, she is a, a midget bearded yeah, woman who works with the circus. Yeah. Uh, she is the twin sister of another one of Archer's agents, Otto. Yeah, uh, who was killed. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, her and Emma also don't get along. It's yeah, it's true. It's, it is very uh, right true. off the bat. <laughs> They're just hey, well, Ophelia. I think kind of is sweet on Simon. Yeah, she she definitely is attached to you him. Know. You know, and I mean, like she'll always make insinuations where it's like, oh, like Simon's taking a bath. Like perhaps you should as well. You know, like <laughs> it's just you know, it's probably kind of annoying. Yeah. So you know, you have her, um, Pete. Yeah, Pete's my Pete, favorite. Pete's pretty good. He's a boxer. Yeah. <laughs> Who's he's taken his winnings and he's tried to make himself a gentleman, but it hasn't really gone no, that well. No, really hasn't. But I mean, what's great is he'll just be like, "Oh, hello, Mrs. How? I mean, Milady, how are you?" <laughs> you know, it's like he's just so earnest. He's so dang earnest. I love him. He's good. Um Yeah, there's also Chester yeah, the Bulldog. Chester the Bulldog. Yeah, who says Burfle. Yeah, who's also a thorn and Emma's side. It's it is true, yeah. All of Archer's agents really aren't really Emma's. Thing. No, because you know, because then you have the prostitutes. Yeah. Who? Yeah, because at one point, um, gosh, after the city is kind of destroyed. Yeah, and the city blames Archer for this. Archer and his feud with Lightborn. Yeah, so Archer and Bishop they live in this cathedral. That's yes. their base of operations is the fucking it's a it's a, it's a good it base. I, I like, like it. it a lot. So he has pretty much all his agents move into the cathedral. Um right. so you do you have all the prostitutes there and like their clients like are running out like hats pulled low, <laughs> yeah. you know. Right. And I was like, if, like Emma always seems to run into them you on know, the stairs and like, oh, good evening, ma'am. Like, them by name. Um yeah. you know, so you have the, those girls, um, Okay, these guys are not agents. They are uh, would be villains, but they're not very good at it. Uh, yeah, the yes. consortium of aggrieved manservants. <laughs> yes, I love them. They're basically a bunch of really angry butlers. Mm-hmm. 
and have boy do they have a beef with uh simon yeah, archer they want to kill simon archer because it's every time yeah. that he says the butler did it yeah and you know they're just like you know damn you Simon, but they're not <laughs> very good at what they do no they're not they like they hold their meetings in like one dude's mother's yes. house like, <laughs> it's you know at one point when everyone thinks that simon is dead they have a wake yes <laughs> and they're just like oh simon finally dead huzzah <laughs> they're so happy but about then of, of course he's not and they're, they're very mad yeah. about that yeah it's true um, gosh let me think what else do we have oh you have like um when Simon disappears a couple of times. He does, yeah. Leaving Emma to deal with all of his nonsense. Well, I mean, he one time he buries Emma alive. Well, yes. I mean, <laughs> he's just like, remember to ring the bell. <laughs> <laughs> because he just he's just like, no, don't worry. I'll get you out of this trust. Like, just trust. <laughs> I mean, when, when have I lied to you, Emma? Yeah. Except always. <laughs> all all the time. All the um, times. You had the, the Dolly Mop murders. That, ah, yes, the Dolly that Mop Emma murders. Emma was dealing with this when Simon's disappeared. This was after the Miranda thing, I think. And yes, it she's was. trying to cover for the fact that he's not here, and she's like, No, he's just away on very important business. Right. No, you can't talk the... to him. Yeah, it's basically like a like a uh the uh, ripper style yeah there's um yeah. yeah a bunch of prostitutes having killed along with one girl who is not a prostitute and she's right. working with the police and there's a very charming policeman uh david kingsley yes. who you know charms up to her and buddy buddies up with her and she's like oh it's nice to be appreciated finally but oh sad face he killed the one-off girl he did he did and indeed. she's like oh that sucks but yeah. now I'm going to put you in prison. Well, that's what you got to do. Because you killed the girl. That's where you go if, you, if, you're, if you're Jack the Ripper. You go <laughs> if, to the you're, prison. if you're or, not, you're not quite Jack the Ripper. Yes, if you're not quite, you know, if, you, if you're caught, then it's you go to prison. I mean, Simon Jack goes to prison. He does, and, like, he gets in, and, like, all these dudes are just like, Oh, my fellow blackmailers, criminals! <laughs> <laughs> They're super happy to see him there. Yes, and he's like, Emma's like, all right, I'm gonna get you out of here. And he's like, well, okay, I mean, I, I got stuff yeah. under control here, but... Yeah, what with, uh, what is that one dude's name? The guy who uh, robs people at bridges? He's just, like, a really oh, huge dumb guy. guy. yeah. Yeah, and then they're like, you know, uh, it's like, oh, so you know, whoever strikes the first blow is considered to have started the affair. So, like, instead of Archer trying to fight this dude because there are a bunch of dudes with, like, uh, shivs yeah, at his nope. back, you know, he punches the dude first. And I love it because he knocks him, like, he knocks him over to the side and the guy's like in a thing. He's just like, ouch. <laughs> like, in tiny little text. Because he's just like, pay toll. Pay toll twice. Pay toll thrice. Yeah, because they think that uh, Simon murdered a dude. Yes, it's but true. But it turns out not. It turns out that there were spiders. And the spiders yes. fed him. 
And then yeah. he's fined for having spiders in his cathedral. And then he's really angry about being fined for keeping oh, yeah, spiders. How dare they? Real fucking salty about that. And the mayor's like, dude, just be glad you're not in prison for killing Yeah, and he's like, a man died over it, so I think that a small fine is, like, <laughs> warranted here. And he's like, outrageous. Yes. Oh, Simon. So good. Um, I think one of my favorite one-offs mm-hmm. was the one with the opera singer. Yes, that one was horrific. Yeah, that one was, that was, my notes. Positively horrific. super creepy in all caps. That is yeah, my Yeah, well, I mean, what happened with that one was there's a, uh, there's a opera mm-hmm. singer. And he is allegedly the carrier of a deformity. It's not really told to us what what goes on, but he's found like kneeling over the murdered body of a yeah, guy, of a critic, of like an of yeah, of an op, like a particularly virulent critic of his. <laughs> and he's like, he says like, no, I've done it, I've killed him. And so they're like, well, he confessed to it, and, and you know, of course, uh, Emma and Archard are like, well, I mean, like this is it's impossible. Oh wait, no, no, no! It's it's the the other yep, two. Yep, it's uh, there's Ian and Charity um, Wyndham. Yes, who are kind of like the anti archer. It's, it's in true. Emma. They show up yeah. when um Simon and Emma are stranded on this island fighting Miranda yes. Cross and gargoyles. Uh, yes. Meanwhile, yes, because there's no detectives around. Uh, this Ian Crombie and Charity Wyndham show up. Yes, and they're basically kind of trying to, like, horn in on the yeah, business. Yeah, so they show up, and they're like, well, obviously he did it. And it's Ophelia that goes to Simon, because she's a big fan mm-hmm. of this opera singer. And she's like, there's no way that he did it. You know, you have to look into this. So yeah. they do, mostly because Simon likes to be contrary to people. Yeah, it's true. And he is really just like, what can I do to upset your view? So, you know, he brings out his you know, my finger typing and yes. he's like, no, there were, you know, two sets of prints on this, on this knife. And they don't match. So clearly he didn't yeah, do it. And they're like, but he said you he know, did. There's two different hairs that were found. And, you know, how do you account for that? And they go to the opera and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, turns yeah. out that this dude who has this beautiful voice, like he sings in two voices, tenor and soprano. Yeah, so it's like he has twin voice boxes. And turns out that he has a creepy-ass conjoined twin. Yeah, who is has his own set of arms, yeah, by on the way. Yeah, and legs, because there's two sets of yeah. footprints. Oh, yes, that's right, and they're pointing in opposite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, so he has the creepy fucking twin on his back. That makes him, like, yeah. all hunchbacked. And it's the twin that killed the critic because the critic was like, oh, well, if he only sang in the one voice, he would sound so much better. And he's like, no, he's yeah. trying to break up the act. Yes. <laughs> and the, the opera singer is like, oh, please, though, like free me from this hell. And he stabs yes. himself. He does. And then, you know, the twin is shrieking about, you know, keeping the act together. Yeah, it was super creepy. That's- very grotesque. Yeah, because then you see, like, the tw- he's, like, crawling away. Yeah, with the, the other dead yeah, twin on his back. The, yeah, the full dead dude. I don't know, like, bro, that's... Yeah. Yo. <laughs> you gotta set Sim Simma right now. Like, you gotta Bruce, Simma. You, yo, you mad, creepy. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think one of my particular favorite ones was when the butlers were attempting to assassinate Simon Archer and Emma Bishop on the train. Oh my god, yes. And they have all these like convoluted plots on how to yes. do it. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that was They end up jumping off the train though. Yes. Emma and her and... her cosmetic case that she always has that's like yeah, it's like a million yeah, pounds. Yeah, this giant thing. <laughs> and he's like, Miss Bishop, I didn't know they sold lipstick by the pound. Yes. <laughs> when they jump out of the train, he's like, limp body, Emma. She's like tumbling down this cliff. <laughs> I don't. God, poor Emma. Yeah, that's I, true. I guess her assignment is not be killed. Yeah, I mean, that seems to do it. If if you're just not killed enough, eventually Archer will be like, yeah, you're okay. You know, which he, he does. There are there are moments, you know. Yeah. Um, he is usually very abrasive towards her. Um, yes. <clears throat> yeah, you know, d- demanding that, you know, she figure things out on her own and, you know, don't ask so many stupid questions. You know, just figure yes. it out. Why aren't you? Um, when they're on the island and he's like no Mm -hmm. i you know i think she's because uh dare is like well you know there's enough you know pretty assistance and he's like you know she's not my assistant she's my partner yeah she's my partner and i was like oh simon you do care (laughs) even the smallest tiniest amount and then at the very end um because at the very end when they have um they they get back the enigmatic prism and the whole thing is like well we have this we need to destroy this yeah because it's literally causing the city to lose yeah its like shit. it's like yeah. shit is going bonkers Simon's kind of losing his mind a little bit yeah just because he's trying to keep it away from everyone yeah. else and that's actually one of the cooler parts <laughs> that I remember is that like he puts it the the whole thing with the prism is that when you look into it you always just want yeah, to look yeah. into it. And the people around you who have possessed it will want to take Mm -hmm. it from you because they'll be drawn by the lore of it. And what he does is at night, he'll put it on his nightstand Mm -hmm. and just try to resist looking into it. You know, and I think that eventually starts to kind of wear on. So him and Emma go on a, on like one last adventure to destroy the prism. Um, Yeah. You know, the, train rides across country you know we're gonna go we're gonna we're gonna destroy this thing they wind up like an abandoned farmhouse um one of the people who's been ensnared by it shows up there and Mm -hmm. she's like you know shrieking at them that they won't destroy it and she shoots emma in the shoulder uh and is going to shoot simon and he screams at her emma use your power and she's like wait what yeah yeah, how does he? Well, I guess I better know, so use this. So she uses thing. the power to to save his life, um, you know. And he's like, "Oh, you know, we can't destroy it because turns out the prism, it's it's a key." Yeah, it opens up like a key to another yeah, time which and is place. why Miranda wanted it. Because yeah, to, to get, get home. back to her yeah. home, and so he you know gets in and opens up the portal. He throws it in, and this crazy woman jumps in after it, and. Yeah, and it explodes. explodes and this whole big thing. And, you know, uh, we get, which made me happy, we get, like, hugs. Yeah, that's true. Hugs are always, it, it makes you like, feel oh, better Simon, about the story. I was like, oh, Simon, you do care, Desu. Um, but yeah, he's, she's like, you know, how did you know about my powers? 
And he's like, well, when you start losing minutes of your life and there's <laughs> no explanation for it, sometimes you have to turn to the, you know, to the improbable. And he's like, so yeah. obviously dot, dot, dot. Right. A very whole. Yeah, pretty much, you know. But, you know, with the destruction of the of the prism, Moran, or, um, Emma doesn't have her powers anymore. It's she true. Yeah, she doesn't feel have the them. Power. And yeah. it's like, you know, well, we'll turn to the, you know, to the mystery of, you know, who is Emma Bishop? And then the and then the series <laughs> ends because Crosstrain went bang. Uh, yeah. What could have been with it's Ruse? At least, I mean, they could have definitely. Oh, no, kept most, going. most definitely. Because um, yeah. like I said, we have the mystery of if. You know, Emma is the sigil bearer guide. Who is the sigil bearer? Um, a lot of thought mm-hmm. is that Simon might have been the sigil bearer. I don't buy it. I don't buy um, it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Because I think if he was, I don't think he would use it. Yeah, I but mean. But then it makes sense I, I don't because know. he's I, the main character. But, I mean, it could have been just like a weird yeah. like, side character. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I what I liked about CrossGen is that they usually use the sigil bearers and the guides, and they're all kind of all over the place. Like one of them, like Emily was saying, one of them <laughs> is the villain in one, you know, in the other one, it's the main yeah, character. Yeah, and I like that in this, like it, it makes no difference. Like it doesn't yeah, which is, factor which is in at all, cool. which is which is nice. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. This was just this was this was one of my favorite comics. It is definitely real it's good. Just, it's so um, different. Like I said, you don't see a lot of Victorian detectives. Yeah, that is true. Well, I mean, it's colored by our perception of of, of Sholmes and uh, and. I D. mean, Watts. it is very yeah. Holmesian, and I will say that I read this yeah. before I read any Sherlock Holmes stories. Yeah. So yeah, Ruse preceded my love. <laughs> so you were like. Wow, Sherlock Holmes actually kind of a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, I did the opposite. I read the Sherlock Holmes stuff, and then I read. Rooms. Yeah, I know. I've always been a, a big like detective story fan. Yeah, and um, yeah, and the whole Holmes thing came. I think with the movies, the Robert Downey Jr. movies, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? I have literally yeah. never read a Sherlock Holmes story. Oh, hey, let me get these like collected volumes from Barnes and Noble for like ten bucks. Yeah. And I have read them so many times they are falling apart. So yes. just just a little bit of a fan. And you're always doing your damned experiments, Emily. <laughs> Talking about now tobaccos and C- cigar ashes. Here, read clearly Indian <laughs> vape vapor fumes. Here. You're like, I oh, you see you're smoking the three percent mix, eighty twenty, I believe. <laughs> This is amazing, Emily. How do you do it? Uh, I make you read like my paper on vape fumes. My essay. I don't care. My blog post. You say you Googled something? (laughs) So terrible. Well, you know. um... Yeah. Well, to to get back to yes. to Ruse, you should you should read it. It's super oh, it's fun. It's so much fun. It really is. It is. I mean, they take the 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 trope of Victorian detective like consulting detectives and they make it new and fresh. They and do. Cool. They make it a lot of fun. They really do. Yeah. Um and even though Simon Art. is a raging bag of dicks, 
<laughs> but it's it's he, fine because you'll you'll yeah, enjoy it's, it. He's weirdly likable. Yeah, it's true. He is very strangely likable for being a complete Yeah, like asshole. you're like oh, you're rooting for him. You know you Yeah. He goes into a sensory deprivation tank that he calls oh the my God, think his, tank, his by think the way. Tank, yes. Yeah. He doesn't have a mind palace. He has a giant iron bell that's his called a think, think tank. tank. Yes. His cathedral that has like all these secret passages that Emma doesn't know about. Right, but he knows every single yeah, and one. Yeah, he's like, oh, we're going to go down to the shooting range. And she's like, wait, what? And he's just like, it's it's obviously soundproof. Clearly you know, you've never she's heard like, why? I live here too, bro. Why don't I? Why don't <laughs> I know about this? Oh, where he loses all of his books in the catastrophe, and then he finds a, a book, like a bookseller who has picked them all out of the sewers, and he buys all of them, and it smells yes. like sewage in his library. <laughs> uh, oh, so good. Oh, Simon, I... And poor yeah. Emma. Just... Yeah, she's just so long-suffering. Poor, yeah. Just forever suffering. <laughs> and I I liked that there wasn't a yes, romantic angle because that, that would have ruined the entire goddamn it's true. thing. I really like that that what they wind up with is is a solid friendship based yeah. on mutual trust and respect, eventually right. respect. Of, like, yes, yes. Perhaps the respect is mainly one way, but I, I think um, I think he respects her in his own. Yeah, well, he does, because in the island, he does call her his partner. Yeah, and I mean, he does you know. have faith in her ability. I mean, if he didn't, he wouldn't have trusted her to, you know. That's to... true. She wouldn't be his assistant. True. She wouldn't trust be him. his partner. Yeah. Even though if on the business card it says assistant. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, it's super good. I think Yeah, 100%. Like, it's only 26 yeah. issues. You can, yeah, that's true. Too short. Yeah, you can find short. it everywhere. At least it has it has an ending. Um, it, it does. Like I said, it, it very much could have continued and gone on, but again, oh, sure. bankruptcy. It, that'll, that'll do, do it. it. Every do time. It. Well, it's time for our uh, new segment. It's time for for Opal City Mailbag. Let's see if we have anything oh, in, in the uh, Gmail. You should have checked that beforehand, bro. No, I like to do it on air because, like, our listeners get to hear okay, me type. Okay, they, they'll know that we didn't get anything, so. Um, we have some spam okay, mail here. Oh, hey, I love spam. What does your name mean by Ancestry in stream showtime okay. now? Yeah, so far, no one has, has mailed us oh. so far. Well, <sighs> eventually, maybe. Eventually, eventually, you guys will you guys will open up. It'll yeah. it'll be fine. I know You'll it's kind of weird. We've only been doing this for goddamn years. <laughs> You're tired of us reading our spam mail. <laughs> it's true. Um. Yeah. So yeah, we are Opal City Radio. You can get in contact with us and get featured on Opal City Mailbag yeah. uh, at opalcityradio at gmail dot com. <laughs> uh, you can listen to our podcast on iTunes. That is yeah, up and running again. now. Um, so you can subscribe to us on iTunes. We are also on uh, opalcityradio.blogspot.com. That's kind of our yeah. main site. There's links to if you want to listen through your browser. Um, we're also on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Google Plus. We're so, we're, so many we're places. We're everywhere. You can't escape us. No, you cannot. You criminal scum you will never escape. escape. Our agents. That's right. <laughs> Oh, my favorite is the chimney sweep who listens to uh, who listens to people talking. <laughs> oh, 
Oh goodness. Um, so yeah, we will be back next week. We're gonna we're gonna read some new stuff. We'll have some fresh pages yeah. for you. Yeah, and until then, uh, I guess we will see you later, Bye, guys. guys. This has been a production of Opal City Radio, now ending its broadcast day.